What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Executive Job Search Secrets Podcast. I'm Norbert Juice. This is Chris Kirkpatrick. And today, what I want to talk to you about is I had a conversation just yesterday with a client. And this client was on the West Coast and they had a degree in political science. They had a master's in political science. Mm -hmm. They were looking to get in. They were not currently working in the political science world, but they wanted to get into the political science world. So they're on the West Coast. One of the questions that was asked of me is, do I have to move to Washington, D.C. in order to get into the, 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 the world of politics? Sure. We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this. If those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people, and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick, and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. My response was, of course, no. There's opportunities everywhere. If you want to be in the heart of it, or in the um, pit of it, or uh, whatever you want to call in it, the swamp. yeah, in the swamp, <laughs> then sure, yeah. move to DC. Sure, but. If you don't want to, if you love where you are, if you love where you're at, mm-hmm. and, and this isn't just about getting into politics, yeah. this is an example. Yeah. Where you are today, there are tremendous opportunities all around you, 100%. and that is the whole point of what we teach, is how to go about networking, building relationships, yep. finding those opportunities. Yep. And so I know you have a phenomenal example yeah of what can happen and how to go about doing it. Yeah. But the short answer is no. You can thrive and succeed where you are today. Amen. You just have to put the steps in place that we will teach you mm-hmm. on how to go about doing it. Yep. Well, so it's, it's actually pretty amazing. So when Norbert was telling me about this story, this conversation he was having with a, with a, with a person who called in seeking help, um, it, it immediately, because of the political science um, tilt to the conversation, I have a, a really good buddy of mine who is the head of the musical department at my church that I used to go to when I lived in a town, um, Maricopa, Arizona, a couple of years ago. His name is Jonathan. And um, Jonathan, several years ago, was a freelance photographer. And he's a very, very politically um, leaning person. Like, he's just, he's really passionate about politics. He, he loved it. He was a freelance photographer, never really made any money on photography, um, but had just a passion for it, right? And so he, he thought one day like, man, I've got this passion for photography and I've got this passion for politics. Wouldn't it be cool if I could melt the two together and do political photography? Now, to me, that sounded a little bit weird, but to him, it made all the sense in the world. And I guess it does to me now as well. When you look at the fact that every politician has all these headshots and like all these... Um, at every engagement, every activity they do, they have to have somebody there taking 
photos of them engaging with people, shaking hands, kissing babies, that sort of thing, right? right like, absolutely. you know, it is what it is. They, they have to do that sort of thing. So he started going on to LinkedIn. He started networking with people. He looked at the local GOP, the local political um, groups and started networking and connecting with everybody. And just once again, this is not about what he did as far as like the job. It's not even about the political world, but I'm using this like Norbert said before as an example, because right. his mindset on there wasn't, Hey, I want a job. It was, Hey, I'm passionate about this thing, right? I've got this skill set that I've honed because I'm passionate about it. And and I would like to serve you, right? So how can I add value to your life? And so he started networking with all the key people, getting connections, never asked for a thing, sought to give before asking for anything in return. And that what that didn't in return was open up opportunity for him. So he started going to all the Arizona, um, you know, state reps, all the Arizona congressmen, and then, you know, sure he got, didn't get rejected, but maybe got ignored a little bit, which I think we can all relate to when it comes to, you know, uh, submitting an application. Really? They require resume. some persistence? Yeah, you, you're saying? Huh. So he, he got ignored a bit, maybe got rejected a couple times, but finally got his break. Finally had a congressman say, yes, um, I would love if you're willing to donate your time, I would love to give you the opportunity to come and take pictures of me if you're going to provide them for free. I'll give you the opportunity to serve me, and if that in turn serves you to help you build your portfolio, so on and so forth, I'd love to have you come. I could I could make this story really long, um, but what I will do here is flash forward. Um, he took that experience and he started building a name for himself locally. And then what happened was, a couple years after the fact, he ended up getting a job opportunity or saw a job opening uh, to be the head photography editor for Vice President Mike Pence. Now, he went from no experience in that space at all to applying for this job, and because of his passion, because of his contacts, because of his alignment, you know, like all these things had to come into play, right? I mean, it was, I don't think it was just luck, obviously. Um, it all had to come in alignment, and the synergy had to be there. But he went from nothing, no experience, whatever, entered this world, didn't move to DC to get it, he just networked locally, did the best he could, saw an opportunity, utilized LinkedIn. utilized LinkedIn, networked with the right people, kept it going, found job postings, networked with the right people, got introductions to people who knew Mike Pence and his team, the people that were making the decision, you know, decisions to that whole process. And guess what? Three years after starting from scratch, he became the head photography editor for Vice President Mike Pence, was traveling on Air Force Two, going all over the world. Like it was absolutely incredible. Like I'm texting him and like getting updates and he's texting me like, Hey bro, I'm on air force two right now. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. This is insane. And so like, that's the kind of stuff that's happening, right? Like what he did there is exactly how people need to look at their job search, right? I mean, like you got to seek to give value before expecting anything back. And that's the biggest problem that I think people have with LinkedIn in general is are always like seeking to get and, and like kind of, pull information out and, and get from people before right. being willing to give. Right. And so going on there and seeking 100, opportunities 100%. rather than creating opportunities. 100%. So, you know, being intentional, be, you know, this gentleman you're talking about started yeah. with a passion. Yeah. And so can you find your passion and pursue your passion and make a living out of it? Mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't seek the money first. And then the opportunity well, came. 
-hmm. He sought the opportunity and the money came. And, you know, coaches, good coaches talk about that you need to lean into it. Mm -hmm. There's a phrase out there, lean into it. In order to get that boulder rolling downhill, Mm -hmm. you got to lean into it. You got to put effort into it. You got to create that momentum Mm -hmm. to get that boulder going. And this person gave, I mean, you just gave a great example of how this person did exactly that. You can't just sit and wait for things to come to you. You need to start the process to make things happen today. It's that intersection of passion and effort where they combine, where they hit and meet each other. And I'll say this also because uh, we talk a lot about, you know, sales jobs because there's a lot of high paying, high performance sales jobs out there. And uh, especially, I know we've talked about this uh, kind of off camera, you and I have uh, a lot uh, about the medical field, the medical sales right. field, where there are a lot of people who say, oh, I'm passionate about you know uh, this spinal thing because my grandfather suffered from it and so I wanna get a job with you. Like, that's not the passion we're talking about, right? Like, yes, maybe the passion is legitimate, but the problem is you gotta make sure you build your story properly. Right, right? that's like, where it starts. Yeah. That's only the beginning. That's exact, and, but here's what I'll say. If your technical skills and sales experience and everything are on par with everybody else, your, your passion can be a great differentiator once again, right? Because- All like, things being equal. All things being equal. If you can build that story properly, but you know, it's like you were telling me the other day, it's like you see too often people who have gone in thinking that their passion was enough. Correct. Thinking Absolutely. that that was gonna be the big thing that was gonna catapult them ahead of everybody else. Right. And and if, I'm not saying that, that that's not a, um, a viable strategy or that it shouldn't be part of your job, you know, seeking or landing strategy, sure. it absolutely should be. But you need to be very intentional about how you build the story for your passion in there. And and you need to make sure you put the effort in and, and you need to make sure that it, everything, that it's, you're not just relying on that when they say, hey, why do you want this job? Well, I want it because my grandfather suffered from this and whatever. You better have a, a much more elaborate, deep story. Uh, maybe a story that says your grandfather benefited from this technology, this product, or this pharmaceutical, or this whatever, and this is how it impacted his life, this is how it impacted your family, this right. is how it impacted me. And, and because I, of this. And because of this, I would like blah, 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 blah. Like, I would like to be able to share that with other people because I know the impact that it made on my life. And I think I know that if I am the person who's out there representing this product and going in to talk to doctors and surgeons or whoever I'm you know, out there talking to, I know that my experience and that passion is going to shine through and help them realize, you know, that this widget or drug or like device is going to help, uh, you know, is going to make that impact, right? Like, so right. obviously it's hard talking about in generic terms, but you get the point. And, and, and it doesn't matter, you know, we started off talking about the political science space and we're transitioning now to the medical device space. It could be technology. The bottom line is if you want to be in political science, there's opportunity. Like I, I'm a big believer. Don't uproot your life and just move and think that like a geographical shift is going to solve your problems or getting to DC is going to solve your problems. If that's what you want, if you're, if you're looking to be in technology or whatever, don't think that uprooting your life from Georgia and moving to Silicon Valley is going to solve all your problems. It's not, you know, it, you need to find the opportunity. You need to build your passion. You need to like network with the right key people and start doing things ahead of time. Uh, to to 
like further that process for you in, in, in that place. And if you do it the right way, if you network with the right people, you will find this slow growth and may, it doesn't have to be slow. It can actually be quite rapid. I mean, you think yeah, about Jonathan, I mean, that was three years from nothing to vice president of the United States right. where he was representing. That, 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 that's insane, right? Like, but this can happen with you with your career. I mean, there've been plenty of people who went from server at a restaurant to, uh, you know, $200,000 income earning medical device rep in three, four years. Absolutely. Because of the fact that they just, they, they knew the skills they had to work on. They went out, they, they, they probably uh, counseled with somebody and they went out and they did what they had to do to get there. And they maybe went out and got a copier sales job or they got, you know, some, right. some sort they of took job necessary steps. To, to go through that process and they were very intentional about what they were doing to get there. Which is exactly what we teach. Exactly. And, you know, the thing that I spoke to this particular candidate on the West Coast about was, you know, I... My first job out of college was in mm -hmm. Chicago. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was in a huge pool, mm -hmm. great number of opportunities. Yeah. But guess what else there is in a city of Chicago that has a great number of opportunities? A great number of competition. Mm -hmm. So do you always need to start in the biggest oh. pool? Nope. Absolutely not. Take Jonathan, for example. I mean, it's not like Phoenix is the, the hotbed of political yeah. opportunities. Nope. But if you're good enough and you start, and sometimes there's a competitive advantage mm -hmm. to start in a smaller pool for and sure. become sensational at what you do, get recognized for that, and more opportunities will come about from that. And I'll say this is that one of the things I say all the time is people don't hire resumes, they hire people. And it's it, in most opportunities, even if they are publicly posted, it's, it's relationships that get you hired, right? And so whether it's a relationship with a recruiter, somebody that gets to really know you, that advocates for you and goes to bat for you, or whether it's another key decision maker, or whether it's somebody who is an influencer uh, in that company, uh, whether it's uh, somebody who is connect, you know, that, that has just a good relationship, you know, uh, with, with that key decision maker, with that hiring manager at the company, the bottom line is when, like what Jonathan did, he did the work for somebody here. That person happened to be connected with a person, you know, that that was the decision-making person in DC for Mike Pence, right? Like that's that's the kind of mindset you have to have. If you work your your network properly, it's not about who you know. And and most people think when they they think about networking improperly, they think when I'm looking for a job, I need to go to my network, and they they you assume that it's your network that's going to help you plug in. The reality, most success, and I can show you this is 85% of the time. Right. Most success for networking to get a job isn't your direct network. It's either your third level or fourth level connection that is going to ultimately get you there. So your networking strategy and the conversations you have to have and the way you position yourself has to change to be effective to do so. Right. So that's and, a whole different video. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and you know, there's the, there's the saying that hard work beats talent yeah. when talent doesn't work hard, right? Yeah. So Amen. do you have to be phenomenal to get started? No, you just have to get started. Sure, yep, absolutely. So that's it. So I hope this uh, video finds you well and I hope it makes sense. If you have any questions at all, feel free to email support at careernextagency.com. Uh, if you'd like to have a conversation with either, either one of us, Norbert or I, uh, you can go to careernextagency.com and there's a, a widget. You can set up a time to talk. Uh, we'd love to talk to you. You can also go to executivejobsearchsecrets.com, get a copy of our free book, 
uh, executive job search secrets. This is the playbook. If you are looking to elevate your career, I'm a firm believer. This is the playbook that every single person needs to follow, uh, to, to like look at every angle of your job search process and, and your, your brand and, and your networking and everything online, uh, that you need to be dealing with your resume, everything. And so that is that. So, uh, I hope that helps. Feel free to reach out if you need anything at all. Uh, until next time, go out there, have a blessed, inspirational day, crush it, and we'll talk to you in the next video. Take care. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you were able to find some value in this episode. And I'm so excited to announce that I just launched my first book, Executive Job Search Secrets. You can get your copy for $19.99 going over to Amazon.com right now. Or, because of everything that's happening in the world right now with COVID, all the uncertainty, the high unemployment rates, I've actually purchased a thousand copies of this book and I'm going to send a copy to the first 1,000 people that want to take advantage of this free offer. I'm on a mission to help people get positive results in their job search and I know that the information in this book will make a positive impact in your life. So with that, I've ordered a thousand copies, I've paid for them, I want to send a free copy to everybody that wants to take advantage of this offer. All I ask of you is to cover the $8.95 for shipping and handling, and I will do the rest. I will get a copy right out to you in the mail as quickly as possible. All you have to do is go to executivejobsearchsecrets.com, enter your information, click the button, and I will send it right out to you. And I hope you have the best of luck with your search. Go out and crush it, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.